Welcome to the My Rules Are Better podcast. I am Tom Barbelay, and today I got some pretty interesting correspondence, actually, from the last recording. I mean, it was distinctly nihilistic. It was distinctly obtuse. It was distinctly many of the things that I'm reasonably well known for in this community. And I want to thank in particular Spencer, whose name I'm sorry I forgot. He's still corresponding with me, even though I accidentally forgot his name a couple of podcast recordings ago. And also Shay, who is a new correspondent with me. Now, Shay was really interested in getting on the Just Playing Chaos editing bandwagon. I have about four or five people who are willing to look at it. I think I mentioned this in a podcast recording, but I'll put it out there. When my mother, who has left back for Australia, was in town, she edited 110,000 words of mine. So I just tend to be someone who puts out a lot of text. And quite frankly, she was burnt out by the end of it. And my boss at work also has had a little bit of the three books that go together. The first book is the most interesting conversation I've ever had. It's rather curious. It's very ethically sticky. That one... Well, let me talk about the books to start off with. So there are three books. The final one is just plain chaos. The middle one is a satire of academia in some regard, but also a satire of the past seven to eight years of my life as well, which is curious. They're all pretty curious, actually. So to put the three texts together, you end up with what I'm loosely calling the fitness function. And it will be, I don't know, the fitness function trilogy or whatever. So my plan is to release one book which contains all three, and then to release the three individually. So if people want to buy Just Plain Chaos alone, they can buy Just Plain Chaos alone. Now, the self-publishing game has changed a little bit since I last self-published, and I was thinking of actually maybe using one of the previous ones I used, like CreateSpace, I think, or Lulu. But realistically, my plan is to pay a graphic designer to design one book, two books, three books, four books... And also to lay out for one books, two books, three books, four books. And then for me to put online one book, two book, three book, four book. And listeners to this podcast will probably only ever need to buy Just Plain Chaos. They won't need to buy the first two. They can if they want. Not arguing. Probably you'll be lucky if you spent any money on this thing. Anyway, so currently I have, like I say, half a dozen people, including Shay and Connorsites Bowen, my long-suffering friend doing the edits, which is really very appreciated because, quite frankly, it's a in three books together, it's a particularly curious thing. I think I actually... It, it has an introductory first edition joke as well. Like, that was something that it was just absolutely critical. And it's a joke that I've tried on my wife repeatedly through different directions, and it involves Yoko Ono and Julian Assange. It's probably the only joke that would ever involve those two folk. Anyway... So that's the book aside. Let's move it aside. Shay made a very interesting point, and I wanted to talk about it a little bit because Shay thought that I should join a local club, which would be wonderful. I walk on average now, particularly now I'm recovering from COVID. I've actually taken some time off work to recover from COVID. My lungs are nearly back to capacity. I'm walking on average three miles a day, which is exactly what I need. I know some dedicated walkers, like my friend John Rogers, walk for four plus miles per day prerequisites for me i'd love to have the time to do that but actually just physically uh you know three three and a half miles a day is is plenty so i was thinking about shay's question shay thinks that i should join a club and it might not be an old hammer club because no such thing exists 
And when I go through my armies, in fact, literally, I'm recording from a clean podcasting room. The first time, as my wife pointed out, in two years minus five months that I've lived in such a room, the cleaners actually came in and removed all the dust, and I'm not sitting in my own refuse for a change. Really quite a welcome change. Anyway, so in packing up my room and getting things organized, I realized I have three, is it three or four? It's four Flames of War armies which I purchased 2020, I think. I went on an eBay spree for a little period of time and bought Up Big and Flames of War because I saw a number of armies, well, a few armies at least, that were coming up. So I have an Irish Guard, American, British, late war contingent, which is particularly nice if you like Sherman Fireflies and various other things. Uh, I have an early war German uh, EM, which is engineering mechanized, perhaps? I don't know. Anyway, and I have a late war German, and I think... What am I missing? Early war, late war. I have a curious German contingent that has the radio-controlled tanks, a lot of them. In fact, I think that was what the situation was. I'm pretty sure I recorded a podcast around the time that I acquired this, these armies. And I've kind of packed them away, and I've just taken them out and had a look at them. And there's something really very nice about a functioning army. I'm reminded of my shooty Tyranids army, which I've since rediscovered as well, but haven't actually played yet. Anyway, so Shay's point, if I can dwell on it, was that I should find a group of like-minded folk that, if clearly it won't be Oldhammer, but, you know, that I might be playing with, and that has eluded me. There are groups of friends here. I know this because my friend Joe Sudek, who I used to work with, has a small group that he gets together with on a weekly basis, and that would really be wonderful, but that's not Barblay's reality, unfortunately. So, my thought is... I need to start learning how to play Flames of War, because if I can play Flames of War and I have the Flames of War armies, I can at least front up to a hobby store at some stage in the foreseeable future and potentially play a game of Flames of War. So I reflect on this. There was a small bolt-action contingent in the local hobby store, and I don't know what happened to that, but, you know, the local hobby store has in fact grown since I first started lamenting the rather angry nerd that chased me around the store. I am going back there. I'm turning 46 in a few days' time, and for my 46th birthday, my wife has agreed to take me to my favourite second-hand bookstore in Las Vegas, and also my favourite game store, and also a Barnes & Noble, and I don't know what my spending limit is, but, you know, I will be given monies from various family members, and I will purchase some stuff. There's a picture of Smog in the second-hand bookstore that I've always had my eye on, but as my wife points out, I could probably find it on eBay for about 30 bucks. So, just because it's in the second-hand bookstore. The second-hand bookstore is good, aside from small pictures, for old 40k and old Warhammer, usually around the third, fourth edition period for both. And, yeah, I periodically get a, a book or two there. I always spend roughly $120, and usually now it's come down to three books for $120 which doesn't strike me as being particularly value-centric, but the nature of second-hand books is it's every person for themselves, thank you very much. And it's quite amazing that I've been able to kind of maintain my library, which now, thankfully, the room is clean. I can actually get to some of the better givings, and I have three, four boxes to send to my man, Rochi. Name rhymes with crotch. It's just had killer COVID. He's had COVID baseline, which... I'm still recovering from, I'm still having the night sweats this year with the end of COVID, but he's having uh, horrible, like, throat and lung things, which, I mean, I have slightly weakened lungs, but I'm trying to get them back to capacity at any 
you know, possibility. I mean, Roche thankfully has stopped smoking, but that probably has affected him. He stopped about a month ago, so that probably is affecting him as well. But, uh, you know, I'm trying to wind down that whole thing, which is difficult. He's done an Irish war band for me, which literally I sent to him, I don't know, maybe four months ago, just as a thing to fill in his time. He's got a small Nurgle contingent. There's a small dwarf contingent. Uh, I've got... Anyway, so what am I sending him? Well, I sent him some Blood Bowl Dark Elves, which he's got to paint. And I have here a Skaven army, which I think will be the final piece. And a bunch of really old stuff. I mean, I have... I found a a box of stuff from 2004. So I'm just sending him bits and pieces, dregs, basically, with the aim that probably by the end of the year, I won't have a miniature painter anymore. It'll all be done. And when I reflect on finding things like the Flames of War armies, which literally came through the tidying, I mean, let's be frank here, I just came to that point, it was like, ah, these armies that I once purchased. And it's beautiful because I at least can keep the eBay paperwork in with it. So I can go back and like, it will... Some of them, like the Flames of War armies, originally had some heavy artillery behind them, and the heavy artillery was just too much to maintain. I prefer a mechanised force, let's be frank. I mean, you know, heavy artillery is okay, but mechanised force at least gets you playing a game and moving stuff around. So the heavy artillery was never going to be... Uh, there are some medium artillery pieces that I've maintained, I think, in the early War Germans from memory. But yes, so what, what does one need to do? Well, one needs to learn how to play the game. One needs to buy some rules. One needs to investigate these things. One needs to find some suckers. I mean, some people that are willing to play with you, which is, in fact, the hardest part of this. But Shay's email caught me that, you know, I narrate, I guess, these uh, lament, moreover, through narration, this notion that there just aren't people that are doing stuff like me. But obviously, clearly, the Internet has enough that a few folk can listen in. I've been doing quite a bit of my SDK development recently, which has taken me away from doing things, but it's allowed me to record podcasts periodically. And returning to the APSDK development, obviously London 1940 kind of towers over that. I'm supposed to be talking, I think I've narrated this in one podcast or another, to the 20th Century Society, but they haven't actually stepped forward yet. Very curious, actually joining a society whose sole purpose is to maintain architecture in a particular period in London. But, you know, hopefully there's enough then for them to say something coherent and me to say something coherent when we finally meet. So, just playing cast the rule system. Well, if you get the book out first, obviously the rules might follow. Well, because the book is such a curious thing, I do wonder if the rules are, you know, what, what kind of acceptance they're going to have. I mean, my plan is to publish possibly anonymously. Not really sure at this stage. Venning quickly. Well, venning's the wrong term. Flitting, let's say, between publishing anonymously and not publishing anonymously currently, with the view that the first story really is very curious, it's very ethically curious, and it also raises a number of interesting points that, uh, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen with that, but the idea of publishing it initially is just to get to a number where it really doesn't matter anymore. And there's some timeline associated with when would be ideal, and, you know, the current time is just, nothing is ideal in the current time. But to get out just plain chaos, I think, is probably a, enough of a forcing function to get the fitness function out. And so, learning Flames of War? Potentially so. Learning this army? Potentially so. I have some 20 millimeter figures as well of English, Germans, and partisans of the Second World War. Mm, debating. Debating those being the first to get out, but I do like the Flames of War armies. And I do like the idea of actually playing something which is a loosely based on historical war game, maybe, if I can find people in the area. 
And yeah, I need to really look up Flames of War Las Vegas to see if such a thing actually exists or if I'm just fantasizing. I think there are at least two game stores that sell some Flames of War stock here, but I don't know if anyone actually buys it. That's always a, a secondary concern when you actually see these things in the stores. So what will I narrate in the future? Well, obviously I've got to get the armies together. I've got to do a bunch of bits and pieces and hmm, what will happen with just playing cars? Well, time will tell. Time will tell. But thank you very much to Shay and Spencer for getting in contact with me and similarly lamenting, you know, what this thing really is. It was interesting, actually, because Spencer comes here through Barney, which, you know... Oh, I did get an email from Barney just saying thank you for the PDF because I sent him the Just Blank House PDF. But who knows if we'll have time to actually look at it or do anything more. That's really the, you know, the, the problem currently is that people just don't seem to have the time that they once did or maybe they just don't have the time full stop. Anyway, Tom Bartley in Las Vegas, Nevada, signing out.